Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy. Live from our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in beautiful North County, Dublin. And when we have weather like we have had uh, lately, there is nowhere nicer than this part of Dublin. Uh, Overlooking uh, the bay towards Hoth, the beach is packed. Uh, It is just fantastic. If you happen to be out this way... Uh, why not pop into the White Sands Hotel and uh, have a bite to eat, have um, a, a drink or whatever uh, you fancy uh, and give them a bit of business. It's our way of saying thank you to the White Sands Hotel for putting up with us for the last year and allowing us to do our podcast from uh, our studio here at the White Sands Hotel. So my sincere thanks to them. And as I said, if you're around this area, give them a bit of business. Uh, have a bite to eat. The food is fantastic, by the way. Anyway, what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Do seagulls annoy you? Have you had a bad experience with them? Do you find them uh, aggressive? And the key question here is, is it time to cull seagulls? Because by the looks of things in Dublin, there are more of them than us at this moment in time. And that might be a bit of an exaggeration. Well, a Fianna Fáil uh, councillor has said it is time to cull the gulls as the birds are causing havoc in the city centre. Fingless and Ballymun uh, councillor uh, Keith Connolly has called on Dublin City Council to look at the possibility of uh, culling the animals. Now, seagulls are a protected species under EU law, but exceptions can be made in certain circumstances. There are reports that some people have been forced to move out of their homes due to the birds. Councillor Connolly said that the noise that the birds make is a serious disturbance in itself. He said, there is a serious issue with seagulls in the city. There has been a steady increase in the population and the noise pollution alone warrants a cull. Of course, animal rights campaigners are losing their shit over this uh, and we want to find out what side you're on. Would you like to see us cutting down the population of uh, seagulls in, uh, along the East Coast and particularly around the Dublin area? Uh, where I live is about 19 kilometres inland from uh, the nearest sea, which is actually here. The the drive from uh, our studio to my house is 19 kilometres, yeah? Okay. So that's how far inland I live. And lately, we've had seagulls flying over our house, landing on our house for the first time ever, which means they're moving further and further inland um, uh, because there are so many of them. I was in Dundrum Town Centre yesterday which is about as far inland as you can get. And I was shocked by the amount of seagulls in Dundrum. Mm. Seagulls in Dundrum. There's no sea in Dundrum. No, so that's, that's the point I've tried to make, that they are coming further and further inland. Well, They're the re- becoming the re- more and more of a nuisance to uh, people not just along the coast. So the reason, uh, I believe, is that the seagull population has expanded so much in the last uh, 10 years is that there's no food. There's not enough food for them at the coast. So there used to be enough food in them because there wasn't many of them. And because, there used to be enough fish in the sea for them yeah, as well. Yeah. And because there's no food for them now at the coast, what they're doing is they are um, flying in um, even further inland to try and get food. You will see them anywhere outside chippers, outside anywhere where they know food is going to be dropped. 
And they are, first of all, they're gone huge. They're like pterodactyls, like Jurassic World up there yesterday. It's a bit of an exaggeration. But yes, they are gone huge. I saw one only last week. I was quite close to him. He was uh, standing on a roof, and he was bigger than my dog. Now, that's disturbing. Yeah, it is. Uh, He was bigger than uh, than our dog, and that's the truth. He really was. He could have picked up your dog, probably. He probably could, yeah. So what do you want to see done with them? Well, you see, this notion of having a, a cull, when, I, when we mention that, a lot of people go, oh, no, you can't kill animal, or you can't kill them, you can't kill them. This isn't unusual. No. Because, well, um, by the way, these are the same people that would have chicken for dinner. Yeah. Every year in the Phoenix Park, for example, there is a cull on uh, the deer population in the, in the Phoenix Park to keep the deer population from uh, running out of control. Because it is an enclosed space, there's only a certain amount of room for uh, deer, so they uh, regularly uh, cull the deer. They shoot a number of them uh, every year. But a lot of people find the notion of uh, killing seagulls just horrific. Well, here's another thing, and I'll just put it before we come to our two guests. Here's another thing. We are overrun with stray cats. Um, there are stray cats everywhere. Mm. Would you agree? No? Do yeah, you, there are, yeah, yeah. Would you like to see... Because you, you, you obviously support a call on seagulls, don't you? You want to see them all? I, 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 well, yes or no? Yes, I kind of do. Yeah, I kind of do, yeah. I also support a, a call on wild cats. I was about to say... On feral cats, yes. So you want to see feral cats all rounded up yes. and, and put to death as well? Yes, I do, yeah. Yeah, oh, I think there's every, far too many of them. All the stray cats? All the stray cats, yeah. I'm joined on the line by uh, Councillor Keith Connolly. Uh, Keith, welcome to Opinions Matter. Thanks so much for having me on, Adrian Jeremy. Now, uh, Keith, um, you've stirred it up a little bit uh, over the last couple of days by saying that we need to have uh, a call on, on seagulls. What has made you... You wouldn't be the first person to say this, by the way, but what, would, what yeah. made you decide to speak out about this? I suppose this year in particular, I haven't had many complaints as I ever had. You know, it, it, it's been a nuisance, really, and particularly inland areas, as you mentioned at the start of the show there. Um, I represent Fingers Glass, Devon and Ballymun uh, and I came across one scenario a couple of weeks ago um, their main breeding season would be July and an elderly lady had to move over her house for three weeks because they basically nested in her chimney and nobody uh, including a, a, a rent-a-kill company or, 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 or a, basically a, a vermin company could come out and deal with it because they said the goal was to protect the species and that means so if, it ha- if, it ha- if it happens to nest in a certain spot, you have to leave it there. Yeah, and in fact, I, I witnessed the same thing in uh, Dublin city centre about two or three years ago. A hotel was being built in the city centre and a gull nested on the roof. And for uh, over a month, they couldn't finish the work on the roof of that hotel. Um, so, OK, so that's that's one story. She, she had to move out because basically the, the, the seagulls wake up at a quarter past four in the morning, every morning. And um, a life was basically unbearable. She couldn't even stay in the house. She was there for three weeks. It was then she blocked up and the seagulls moved off after they the, were able to fly away and stuff. That's, that's one scenario, I suppose. The, the, the whole issue of noise pollution. Um, we've had scenarios where they, they've actually attacked people for food. A lot of people are enjoying the good weather. Uh, and Hoth today, out in Scaries, Hoth, I believe, is very, very bad at the moment. People are being asked to eat their, their fish and chips, you know, kind of hiding it so seagulls don't attack them uh, out there. The situation where, where they've attacked pets over food left in gardens. Uh, the feces um, of a herring gull is actually 10 times more dangerous than a dog feces, for example. And then you also have the issue whereby, now this is partially the council's fault, uh, around pulling apart bin bags in the inner city in particular uh, and leaving rubbish thrown around the city. That's a whole different issue. Obviously, we have a lot of issues with illegal lumping and rubbish in Dublin. 
But the seagulls pulling apart black bags left out is another big issue that you find in common in any part of our city. Okay, now we, uh, we for a number of years in Dublin and along the East Coast, have had issues like you just described with uh, seagulls. But to take it to the next level of talking about a cull on uh, seagulls, for a lot of people is a, is a step too far. Yes, they can be a nuisance. Yes, people should yeah. stop feeding them, all of those uh, things. But uh, to talk about culling them is a step too far. What do you say to that? Yeah, I suppose you'd have to understand what a cull would mean. And I suppose what, what I asked for was an examination of a cull to see uh, what, what's possible. So there, is, there was a derogation given to uh, Balbriggan, for example, from the National Parks and Wildlife Service because the issue was so bad out there that allowed people to remove nests and eggs with permission uh, in certain areas. So that, that has been allowed and happened in the past. Now, the, I suppose people who are opposed to any sort of call are saying it didn't work, but certainly it did It did lessen the, the amount of breeding in the Balbriggan area. So we're talking about a shotgun here and going around shooting goals. It's a, it's a safe removal of nests and eggs to move them into different areas, uh, maybe that aren't uh, as urbanised. Or okay, uh, so uh, so when we hear call. about the notion of a of a call, you're not necessarily um, uh, calling for uh, somebody to go out like they do in the Phoenix Park and and shoot the seagulls. Uh, you're talking about controlling where they live. Is that it? Exactly. Yeah, that that would be my first step. Anyway, that's what I asked the, uh, the council to examine this. Um, and there was a study done, only released last year, by the National Parks and Wildlife Service on herring goals in the city. Now, my big issue is it focused on five uh, towns in Dublin. They're all coastal towns, and the big issue that I'm finding is it's nothing to do with the coast anymore. It's all inland. I grew up in Fingers all my life. I now live very close by. I never remember seagulls being an issue every day of the year. No, no, no. And, and I live up uh, just past St. Margaret's. And yeah. as I said, we're 19 kilometres from the coast. I've never yeah. seen a seagull in all the years I've lived there until the last yeah. couple of weeks. And he's come and he's yeah. uh, um, uh, perched on our roof. And now he's not making yeah. a nuisance of himself, but I'd never seen yeah. one before. That's the point. Yeah, oh yeah, I personally had there was two seagulls nesting on, on my roof uh, this year. Uh, again, like I'm six, seven kilometres away from the coast. And again, it's, it's never been a, a, as apparent as it is now in urban areas. Um, I think it needs to be examined. We don't have a, a kind of total figure or population on the urban areas. We don't have that information. We need to get that information. And then if the population is exploding, which I believe it is. Oh, yeah, um, I mean, you can see that it is. Yeah, yeah, and then I think, then I think a call like you need to look for permission from the Department of Heritage, National Parks and Wildlife Service to try and control the population some way, and a call could be one option there on okay. removal of eggs and there. All right, well, as you can imagine, uh, animal rights organisations uh, aren't happy um, with you calling for a call. In fact, one man that I'm about to talk to was even a little bit reluctant to talk because he didn't want to give you any oxygen for your campaign to call uh, the seagulls, and that is John. Uh, Comedy and animal rights uh, campaigner, John. You're you're really angry. I was talking to you earlier on. You're really angry over uh, this call for a call on uh, gulls along the east coast. Why are you so angry? Aren't they a well, nuisance? You know what I think is a nuisance is councillors, Adrian. And thanks for picking up on this issue. Actually, I think it's councillors that are coming out with these short-sighted knee-jerk reaction. Um, reactionary statements uh, to get their names into the press headlines. And um, this comes now at a time we got to remember. And I'm no fan of Fianna Fáil. Let's let's make this very clear. 
But this is coming at a time where we have a housing crisis, we have a health crisis, and people are on our streets um, looking for houses and rates gone through the roof and all this other stuff. And there he is issuing statements looking um, to call for a, a, apparently a proposal to uh, to, to kill okay, people. But, can you hear me, uh, yes, can you hear me Adrian? I can hear you can perfectly, hear John. Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Um, and, hang on. The argument here is, John, that they have become overpopulated along the East Coast and have become a nuisance, have become a danger um, uh, to, uh, to us humans. Well, here's the thing, Adrian. As a matter of fact, calls do not work and they have never worked. And I will say that to the, the councillor that's on the line here as well. And it kind of scares me to think that people are voting these people through in the hopes that they can sort out our housing crisis, our health crisis, and all these other crises, and yet they can't even come up with, they can't even join the dots to know that a call does not work. Okay, but, uh, but hang on, John. One of the reasons that Keith would have spoken out is he has received more complaints this year than ever before about seagulls and about the seagull population. No, come here, Adrian, here's the thing. We're not living in a situation where it's a seagull Megadon, okay? They're not coming to get us. They're not taking our homes. They're not stealing our cars. We have sucked the oceans dry. We have destroyed the oceans. We've taken every kind of um, sea creature we can from the oceans. And as a, as a result, these seagulls are turning inland to try live to see another day, to try get a bite to eat. Um, and, 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 and unfortunately, that's the problem that, that we're faced with right now. So I can tell you here and now, no more than when we're killing, are aiming to kill the deer up in Phoenix Park, that a, a, a cull of these beautiful, highly intelligent birds um, won't actually work. Let me ask you a question then, John. Do you accept uh, that in any way these birds have become... Uh, omnipresent, they're absolutely everywhere, and they are causing a, a nuisance and a danger to human beings. They're, they're very visibly present, actually, and they're, they're a beautiful creature, and as Jeremy said, they're actually huge. I'm shocked myself, even when I'm walking over the O'Connell Bridge there in Dublin, the size of some of them, but they're so beautiful, and these creatures are, they just want to be left alone. They're trying to, they're trying to get food, and unfortunately, um, when they're lamping us eating sandwiches on the streets or pack the crisps or ice cream, they're they're lamping that as well because they've got nothing else to eat. But there is alternatives if I can get this one in, um, Adrian, because it's really important that your listeners um, don't think that uh, calling is the only uh, is is the is the final solution is the final answer because as we've been saying that there's like pains that you can get. Um, it's block off paint it's called and that can be put onto lampposts or areas where you want it to be gold free um, and there's obviously little kind of reflectors that you can put in places as well and of course encouraging people not to feed those Goals um, and to, to keep like rubbish and stuff out of their out of out, out of their reach and but I can tell you this here now as well that how are we supposed to even do uh, a call it's not going to work it will be replaced before you know it with another family or another group of, of goals um, that will take okay, over so, the area so just if, as if for example and I want to just uh, bring uh, Keith back in Councillor Keith Connolly uh, Keith he, he's basically saying a call of seagulls along the east coast of Ireland won't work uh, because all that will happen is that species will just be replaced by another species well I suppose this, this, we don't actually know that because this isn't a natural, ha- natural habitat of course there, the Arabian Mills inland absolutely agree with that and it is because the paint the seas and there's more action on our seaside towns and areas but this is our, nat- this is our natural habitat so we don't know really whether or not a coal would work um, and I'd like to see some scientific evidence around that that it wouldn't work because 
Otherwise, I can see this problem ex- expediting over the next couple of years and becoming much more serious. And there was one man from Hoth yesterday who was on a different radio show telling how basically he can't even see his back garden anymore because the issue was so prevalent. I also do agree with John who tried to do everything but he goes to your mom's go, but I do agree with litter. And people have to stop feeding them in urban areas. Um, we do need to look at how, how litter is stored in the city centre as well. It should be more protected and they shouldn't be able to access that either. Okay, so um, John, you're, you're adamant that a cull would, would not work. How do we stop them being such a nuisance to humanity, though? Because they are. You just heard of a woman who couldn't, le- who had to leave her home because uh, gulls had nested in her roof, and uh, companies would come and remove the nest because they're protected. That's not right either. You know, and I, I, I go back to. Um it, it, this becomes very frustrating, Adrian, because I go back to my point that it, it's not a case where these gulls are coming to attack our homes and to take our cars um, and to try and move in on top of us. And I don't know what happened with that lady. And of course, I would have spoken this issue over the years where there has been situations. And, and at times, they do fly very low. I mean, I, I, myself, I've, they've often swapped right over my head and you duck. I'm a grown man, or at least I'd like to think I'm a grown man, where how serious does it have to get where we start calling for these animals to be killed? That's the very frustrating thing about all this. And again, I go back to that these public officials that are um, that are voted in by ourselves are coming out with these short-sighted um, ideas, and that's exactly what they are. And they really haven't got a clue about the bigger scheme of things, or at least they should have some kind of an inkling to know that um, calls do not work. Ask any scientist worth their salt or any wildlife biologist. Okay, but you, you still haven't answered my question, John. Do you accept that they have become uh, a nuisance and a danger to people, to some people in parts of Dublin? I would absolutely say that the gulls do and cause nuisance to people on the streets, but it's not the gulls' fault, as a matter of fact. It's our fault for causing the problems. Again, I say it, Adrian, we have destroyed the oceans. We have sucked them dry. Um, and as a result, they have got little to eat these days. They're coming inland. They're, they're, they're trying to establish some sort of home or nest that they can live to see another day, you know? And that is the problem. And I can tell you now, it will not work. Okay, um, and I, 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 I would obviously I, encourage that councillor to, to rethink his, his views and to okay, probably sit down with wildlife biologists. Okay, Keith, are you, are, are, you prepared to, are you prepared to rethink your views on this? No, I think it has to be examined and I'm starting the conversation. Calls obviously do work for some species, hence what happens in the Phoenix Park. If someone has a rat infestation in Dublin, they hate to see irresponsible. The area is baited, the rat is killed. Um, and this is going to become a big, big issue whereby it's going to be the same scenario where these are going to have a massive impact on people's lives. And I'd like to see something, i.e. the, the Barbrigan situation whereby nests could be removed with mission and eggs to try and control the population in some way. All right. Uh, Councillor Keith Connolly, thank you very much indeed for talking to us. And uh, John Carmody, as always, thank you very much indeed for talking to us as well on this latest Opinions Matter podcast. Debbie has a disturbing story about a seagull. Is that loud serious? Like, it's called nature. Um, I've had a few experiences with them. I was enjoying a burger one day in the park and he came down, grabbed it and shot in my head at the same time. You don't just kill animals because they're floating around, you know, flying around. Um, Like, there's a gardener out there now making loads of noise for hours. I'm not going to go out and kill him. Can you hear him? I'm not going to kill him, lads, you know? (laughs) 
Great message, Debbie. Thanks very much indeed. Uh, we're back in just a second. Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Samantha, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Hi Samantha. Hi, am. Well, Samantha, um, what's, your, what's your view on this? My view is John is the biggest hypocrite out there. Why? He's just the biggest hypocrite. Um, and don't feed him, but they're hungry. Yeah, but he's, like, he, he's blaming us for them being hungry. And what I mean by that is uh, because we have fished the seas um, out of existence. Now he's but prob- he obviously does not live around the areas that, that like seagulls are coming. Like along the beach, he hasn't got a clue. And why have you had experiences yourself? Yeah, one wakes me up at five o'clock every morning trying to break into my window. Every morning he tries breaking into every your window. Every morning, with yeah, through the, like through the with speak. You're talking about first thing in the morning. He's uh, there first banging the away morning, in your window. Yeah, yeah, bangs on the window, and then you try and scare it away. It doesn't go. They are not afraid of us, and tell me now, and okay. they are getting too big. They're certainly getting big. They appear to me to be getting very big. Maybe it's because they're eating so much human human uh, food and stuff like that, uh, yeah. out of bins and all of that. But oh no, I've actually seen people firsthand feeding them. I know, so have I. And that's isn't that part of the problem for them coming into the city because they're getting fed? It is. It is, and also it isn't because if you try to, if you just try and walk down a street in town with a sandwich, I guarantee you a seagull will take that out of your hands. So uh, people like John who are against the idea, obviously he's an animal rights campaigner, he's against the idea of having a cull of uh, seagulls. You're saying to people like him, you clearly never had issues with these birds. Exactly. He's never had issues with them. And other than... He's never had to listen to them nest in, in chimbleys or anything like that. And it does it does get too much like the sound. It just keeps going on from 5am in the morning till 10pm at night. Okay. Other than your man knocking on your window every morning, which I'd say, yeah. <laughs> which I'd say is a real pain now, to be honest. Other oh, than that, is. do you have any other issues? I have issues with them. They just constantly want food. They constantly want food and they do. They, they, they actually sit at your door. Okay, and so uh, waiting for people to come out with food. Okay, so the idea eating. the idea of having a, a call to a lot of people is disgusting to be talking about executing uh, uh, birds like this. But you believe that we need to control the population, do you? Yeah, it has to be controlled. Like we can go to we can go to Phoenix Park. We can actually look at the, the deers. They have to be called because, like once once a year, and there is no law for to call these seagulls. Okay, so uh, you it believe we, no uh, we, we've gotten to the stage that they've become such yeah. a nuisance that we need to do yeah. something to control their population? Oh, definitely, most definitely. And especially, definitely. especially your man yeah. who's there every morning. Yeah, yeah. I'm only sure to bring him in and actually looking for rent. <laughs> <laughs> we're just after being sent uh, Samantha and everybody listen we've been yeah. sent we've been sent a video just now that is very very disturbing um, and I've just watched it but it's a video of a seagull now this was taken last year a seagull oh uh, I think oh my god in Wales it uh, is w- go on it's not the one with the, the car and the, the two seagulls on the road, is it? No, this is a seagull on a on a Welsh island and there is a full-size hare. Now, I'm talking a big hare 
there. Oh my and god! I'm not even going to describe it because it is. He eats the thing. It's disturbing, but he eats the thing whole. Oh god. He eats the thing whole while it's still alive. I'm looking at the hare shaking its legs while the seagull is put, oh uh, is eating it alive. It's the most horrific. They thing. will literally eat anything. I'm being honest. Now, if anybody wants but to, it, it, the, the, the look on your face, you are horrified by that. I'm disturbed. You can send yeah. me a- <laughs> no, this is well. If anybody wants to, just send me a WhatsApp and say forward me the video, and I'll forward you the video. But this is one of the most disturbing I mean Jeremy is disturbed by what he just saw mm. no I don't blame you I'm looking at it myself I'm disturbed myself oh I have my to be... god does that make you feel more inclined oh, no, to I, I don't I'll shoot the bastards <laughs> oh, right. I, I've never been I've never been a fan of them they're, they're rats with wings um, Michael, I, sorry I wouldn't mind but um, last week because we because we live in right beside the sea some somebody must have ran over this seagull. So obviously you're going to do the right thing, and not one person would actually stop and help that seagull. Yeah, and that's that's awful. Yeah, so people don't give a shit about them, and uh, generally, no, but, uh, exactly. Well, in fact, well, I I actually had to bring the seagull to the vet and get the seagull to be put down because its neck was hanging off. Oh Jesus, yeah. And then, this, then the vet wanted to charge me for. Bring the seagull in as if, as if it was your own pet. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. All and right. then gave me condolences. <laughs> all right, oh, uh, Samantha, thanks very much indeed. So you are fully in <laughs> favour of, of of a call on seagulls in I in am. Uh, this I area. Am all right, good to talk to you, Samantha. <laughs> Kevin, you're on opinions matter. Hi, you, Kevin. Hi, Kevin, uh, would you be in favour of having a call on seagulls along the east coast of Ireland? No, I, I'm. Some politician brings this idea up every few years, it seems, but uh, I think it's the most but, overblown. Uh, but, the, sorry, the, but the problem... Uh, gets worse every year, and it is. And I don't care what anybody says; it is getting worse every year. Um, just okay. Well, if you looked up uh, the number of seagulls, like the population, I've seen since population has dropped ninety percent over the last fifteen years. Like, you have any, like I don't at the moment. But do you have any up to date uh, facts or figures on the population of seagulls at the moment? I don't know, but but it's just everyone like people ringing up having a clue we need to call the reef to this and that like I'm not trying to be bad but they don't have a clue I don't have a clue even like you don't know how many there is for a feral you don't know the impact of if they reduce their numbers by 30% you don't know the impact that's going to have and other things in the environment is okay now I, I, I'm just reading you know, here that uh, the population of breeding pairs of herring gulls has plummeted by 90% over the last 30 years from approximately 150,000 to about 15 to uh, 20,000. But that's not what I'm hearing from people who are contacting us today. It seems to me, and I'm, uh, I'm no expert, but it seems to me that the population of seagulls along the East Coast is increasing. It certainly feels that way. But that's it's anecdotal evidence. You can't use that. Like it's, it's, at the end of the day, your experience doesn't mean anything in terms of the overall numbers. And then you could argue, like again, I don't have the facts and figures like this, but like, what about the levels of fish decreasing and stuff like that? Is that causing more of the seagulls to come inland? It, it, it most likely is. However, the the, yeah. the issue is you heard the story of the woman who uh, had to leave her own home because of the disturbance of a, a nesting. Uh, seagull and uh, Rent-A-Kill couldn't come and even move them because they're not allowed. So, you know, th- you, you have to understand why people are getting so pissed off. Yeah, but okay, with something like that, obviously I understand, but even 
the fact that you ran out of it, that seems madness because I've worked with people who have uh, done the same thing with pigeons and they're not allowed to kill the pigeons or anything, but I would have just talked common sense if they're somewhere where they shouldn't be, you're allowed to milk them. If there's a case where you can't milk the seagulls, okay, that's, that's a bit crazy to change the law there, but there's no way I would support like a mass call of any animal. Well, really, like, like, Kevin, you know? Kevin, my answer to you would be you haven't seen the video that I've just watched because that's after putting a completely different paint job on things for me as regards yeah, even that, that's, that's I mean, that's that, crazy. If, if I showed you a, a, a horrific video of a lion killing an antelope, and you were at the start suggesting, "Oh, let's cull lions," yeah, but hang on, that's happening on the Serengeti Plains. We don't need to worry about this. This is happening. Uh, this is happening in Dundrum, in Ballantyre, in Balls Bridge. This is happening in Tala. Um, you know, we don't have to worry about lions uh, eating our, our cats in, in Dublin. But this, what the video I've just seen. I mean, I really. I was about to have lunch after yeah, the show today. Hair, that has that has put me off eating for the rest of the day. I'm just so disturbed. That's, that's, that's nature, though. That's life. Animals kill other animals. It, sometimes it's really horrific. But that, that is as, that's as close to nature as you're going to get. Okay. So it's like, if, if, cats, cats, like, cats, like, you said something about cats there. It's like, cats are going to kill seagulls more than anything. That's, like, I don't know what, you know. I don't know if a cat's going to get uh, kill the the average seagull in in Dublin because of the size of the bloody thing. Oh, hundred! I own cats. I've owned cats all my life. I'm telling you, there is no way a seagull is taking on a cat unless it's a kitten. And even then, I bet on the kitten. My God, there's no way a, a seagull is going to take on a cat. Sorry, the, vi- the, the, the hang on the video we were watching the hair that the seagull. And again, there's lots of people, hundreds of people have already messaged us looking for the video. We were sending it on to you. The hair that this seagull is eating whole is the size of a cat. Not a kitten, the size of a cat. And he picked no, up... I understand that. And he picks them but up like and he literally swallows, sw- swallows them whole. So these these things are... No, it's not a predator, though. It's not a, a cat. The difference between a cat and a hair in terms no, of... No. Sorry, did you say he, swall- he swallowed his whole? He swallowed it whole. Oh, he swallowed it whole. He yeah. literally did. Yeah. Didn't, even, didn't even chew it up. Stay there for one second if you can, please, uh, Kevin, because uh, Svetlana, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Svetlana, how are you? I'm very good. How are you, Les? Fantastic. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, None the better, though, of having seen that video of uh, the the seagull on the coast of Wales swallowing uh, a hare whole. He's literally little rabbit there. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm not, none the better at seeing that. But what's your view you, on... Do you, do you a break or anything? Or you no, no, I'm good. Okay. Um, what's your view on uh, whether or not we need a call of seagulls in Dublin? Well, I think there needs to be some sort of population control so that it doesn't damage the ecosystem going on with the fish and everything. But I'm sure that that can be reached in some way. Because they're freaking crazy over here in Dublin, like pecking on on trash bags that people leave outside, just straight out attacking people with their McDonald's and, and Burger Kings and stuff, just snatching the food off them as well. Have like, you ever they're, have they're you ever had a run in with one yourself? I haven't, but I've seen firsthand a seagull take uh, a burger of a poor homeless guy he just snatched it out of their their hands it was so funny and then sad as well at the same time yeah you know. and um, yeah. Kevin just to come back to you for a second Kevin I mean the, yeah. there are countless examples of seagulls doing this sort of thing swooping down robbing food out of people's hands all you have to do is is uh, 
be around Croke Park after a uh, after a football match when the crowd leaves Croke Park. It's like the movie yeah. The Birds. It's horrific to see the amount that swooped down. But like, I I just think it's funny. It's like, but if, if you're destroying their environment in, in so many different ways and food is getting harder and harder to source, they're obviously going to take whatever they can. And I don't know, if it got to a point where they found, oh, it's easier to steal food out of people's hands than look for look for a bit of food between, you know, in the, the whole city or whatever. Like, how can you blame them? They're an animal that's going to survive. No, I know and that. Like, that I know that, day, but the argument is we're, we're, slightly, we're slightly higher in the food chain, so we can control their population if we choose to. Well, we already are, though. Like, we're controlling the population just by existing and society we have now, roads everywhere. We already are controlling the population of a lot of animals, foxes, badgers, pine martens, squirrels. Like, we are, without doing anything, we're already affecting the environment as it is. We should, I think we shouldn't do, make it any worse. There's countless examples throughout history of humans doing things with animals and make, just making the environment worse, you know. Okay, so, so really what I'm hearing from you is, uh, this is our fault as humans that uh, the birds can't get enough sea or uh, enough food out of the sea, so we've only ourselves to blame, basically. Hundred percent. I mean, there are things you could do if, if okay, if the bins are that big of a problem. There are specific bins you can get that makes it harder for animals to steal food. Stuff like that you could do. But I don't know. I really think if you want to tackle this issue, you need environmental people. You need people. I know, obviously, so, you know, obviously, it's, it's not going to be. It's not going to be me and Jeremy walking around the, uh, exactly. the streets of Port exactly. Manic. Oh, sorry, sorry, sh- yeah. seagulls dead. Sorry, lads. Excuse me. Give me that job. I'd gladly do it for free with a pellet gun because. They're, they, they're, they're, you may laugh, Kevin. Kevin, they are a scourge in the city. They're a scourge, and it's only but, uh, uh, they're I'm not here. a scourge in the city. They, they, I'm in town most days. They're, they're, they're not. Like I, I've seen them. Kevin, I've seen them uh, Kevin, people, but Kevin, I was down in Dunleary Pier. Uh, what day was it? it? Was a Monday. Down Monday in Dunleary Pier uh, with my daughter. Just the two of us. My daughter's two and a half years of age. She got a Teddy's ice cream. She was walking down to Leary Pier with a Teddy's ice cream and those bastards were going at her to attack her to the point that I had to say, well, that's, sorry, that's, that's not funny, uh, Kevin. <laughs> that's very, the way you describe it, that's hilarious. Well no that's, uh, well, no, that's accurate. These bastards were swooping down to the point that she got very upset. She started crying. I had to take the ice cream off her and put it in the bin. Now, that is not on. I'm sorry, we are the dominant species. Sorry, not- that is on. You're like, what do you mean? That's, at the end of the day, it's a funny story. You got me to explain to your daughter. I have a daughter myself. If that happened, I'd explain to her. It's an animal. You wanted your food. And if I put it, I don't know. I'd explain it a bit better than that now. Okay, but, uh, but when, it, when it becomes, when these animals become a, uh, a danger to humanity, which an awful lot of people believe that they are, um, then we have to be uh, very careful of them. We heard, for example, that their feces is 10 times more dangerous than a dog's feces. That's very worrying, because seagull shit is everywhere. Like pigeons, okay, like, okay, I know for fat pigeons, their poo is very, very toxic. But like, to say cool pigeons because their poo is toxic, that's, it's ridiculous. They're animals, let them live. But you know, well, like we have, there's other things you can do, like we just have more birds of prey on this island, for example. You could, there's other programs you could do to get their population down naturally without human intervention in terms of fucking killing them or poisoning them. Okay, so as, as somebody who's regularly in town, you've never had any issues with uh, seagulls. You don't believe that they're a nuisance. 
Oh, no, 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 no. I believe that people think they are a nuisance, but I think, it's like, I don't know, rats are a nuisance. And obviously, okay, that's a bad example. I, I agree with some of many rats as possible. Terrible example. But um, yeah, I agree that some people think they're a nuisance, but they are in no way that bad where it needs to be called Okay, so, so, so people... And, like, and if their population has already dropped Okay, so people are exaggerating the uh, the problems with seagulls. Is that what you're saying? I say so, yeah. Okay, stay there for one second because Liz wants to get in on this. Liz, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Liz. Hi, Adrian. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Liz. What did you want to say on this? Uh, I don't agree with that man, Adrian. I literally had an experience in my back garden with one of those seagulls. Okay, right? go on, tell me what I happened. Had, I had a barbecue at my back. My grandchildren were in the garden as well, and they're small. And we're all sitting there. And we're having our food and one hops up on the table and literally clips my grandchild's hand, trying to take the food out of his hand. Now, at the end of the day, they all ran because it was huge. I was even terrified. I closed the door. On another, another occasion, I had one up on top of my conservatory roof trying to get in, banging the beak at the glass because he's seen food, which I was eating in my conservatory on my table. And I literally, I thought he was going to smash the glass and get in. So, like, if that man doesn't think that they're dangerous... No, he, do, he, thinks, he, he thinks this is all being exaggerated. Let me ask you, how old was, no, how old was the it's, child that was attacked? How old was it? Three. Three? A three-year-old, Yes. And it did the it did the goal hurt the child? He picked his hand. Yeah, it was it wasn't like gushing blood or anything like that. But he, he literally picked the hand so he'd open his hand to get the food. To off. Get the food. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Kevin, just to go back to you for a second. I mean, she she yeah. obviously believes that you're living in a dream world to think that these animals aren't dangerous to human beings. Well, okay, now I just want to say, first of all, obviously there are individual animals who could have problems with them. Maybe they need to be killed or whatever, just in any different species. In general, if her daughter was bitten by a dog or scratched by a cat out the back garden or a front garden, she wouldn't be calling for a cat to be killed on masks or dogs. Do you know what I mean? It's like, okay, that seagull, good. Okay, maybe that seagull is a nuisance, but there could be 10,000 other seagulls that just want to live their life. But hang on, hang on, sorry, sorry, hang on. Uh, you're talking about cats and dogs as well, right? Well, how come when a dog nips a child or bites a dog, they have to be put down? Tell me that. No, yeah, yeah that specific one. That specific one will get put down, but not all the dogs. Not like you wouldn't call 20% of the dogs or even cats. Cats run around outside all the time. If a cat scratched your child, would you really start thinking we need to kill 20% of cats to make Ireland safer? I don't like cats, so I won't go into that. I don't uh, like cats. Well, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're asking about feral cats, Kevin, I believe there should be a, a, yeah. a call on feral cats. I really do. I, um, or at least them rounded up and neutered more frequently than they are because the amount of feral cats around is yeah, just Yeah, I agree with yeah, the neutering. Definitely. I definitely agree with neutering. I don't know, there could be conversations about colour in a certain amount if they really got out of control cats and talks about but neutering would be the way to go I okay think. so uh, so just but, uh, uh, conversation. back to the seagull yeah. you've heard uh, what Liz described uh, the uh, the bird attacking the child and also banging on her conservative roof trying to uh, get into the food that the bird the seagull could see in there um, they are a pain in the arse and an absolute nuisance <laughs> You could describe them like that, sure, but that doesn't mean you should be going around killing them. And like, yes, sorry, I just have to make this point in. If it was the case of you want to start culling animals, you would start going with the non-native stuff. Like magpies are not native to Ireland. You would think if you eliminated all magpies, there'd be more food for the other birds to go around. That might help. You know, it's, it's different solutions like that, like. But not just, let's just kill the seagulls because they're at the bins and, I don't know, they're taking like chips and they're walking down the road. 
Well, we've heard countless stories of uh, people having food robbed uh, on them. I was out in Hoth last year. Um, actually, at the start of the lockdown, when there was all the argument over the uh, the queues outside the chippers, I was out there one of the days, and uh, we honestly, and I'm not exaggerating when I say it, we couldn't eat our bag of chips. We had to get back into the car to eat our bag of chips because of the amount of birds around. They were a real, real nuisance. But again... Oh, 100% uh, Lisa, yeah. Okay, Liz, are you in favour of having some sort of a call to control the, uh, the population of seagulls? Do you think it's that yeah. big a problem? Yeah, I do. I definitely do. I think there should be something done. And I'm I'm an animal lover, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't dare, but like that situation, definitely I will be in favour. Yeah. All right. Good to talk to you, Liz. Thanks very Thank much you. indeed. Thank you. 085-825-2626 is our uh, WhatsApp number. Now, I have to say, as a father of three children, uh, two of whom are around the same age as uh, Liz's grandchildren, that has me absolutely terrified now. That having my and I mean Kevin, I know you you were laughing at the fact that my daughter was almost attacked by pterodactyls on Dunleary. Well, that's what they were. Like. No, they, they, they were the size of pterodactyls. It was like Jurassic World. It was like that scene in Jurassic World. Um, does that not worry you, Kevin, as a father, that these bastards are actually attacking children now? Not even in the slightest. My daughter's one and a half. Obviously, I'd do everything I can to protect her if it happens. But no, there's, there's danger in life. Things can happen. Birds are part of life. Like to think we just start killing the birds because they might attack my, you know, my little child over a bit of food I think it's extreme it's as extreme as you can get of a reaction okay stay I understand there. Is the logic there okay yeah, yeah yeah no I get that do me a favour and stay there for one second if somebody wants to talk to you in just a moment 085-825-2626 is uh, our WhatsApp number this is Robbie call on Stray Cats but you know, definitely a better TNR um, programme in place and is there any like, TNR programme you can put in place for seagulls if that's even possible. <laughs> and here's another message from Eric. I've been feeding uh, seagulls and pigeons for the past four or five months around the uh, Ballymun area. We got all got a letter in there and I think this morning not to feed them again. So, yeah, that's that over and done with. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy, where your opinion counts. Jessica, you're on Opinions Matter. Hiya, Jessica. Hiya. Jessica, you really don't like seagulls from what I could see uh, with you posting on our Facebook page. Oh, I... If I could, I'd have them extinct in a heartbeat. Oh. I honestly would. Why? What, what issues have they caused for you? I just think that it's, like, in, like, in animal kingdom wise, they're the scum of the earth. Like, they, they shit everywhere. They rip out the bin. They're just disgusting. Um, okay, now, I don't like cats, for example. I'm not a fan of cats, but I don't, I, and, and I think cats are a little bit disgusting. But I wouldn't be in favour of, uh, you know, exterminating cats just because I don't like them. Yeah, but see, like I'd argue, like at least the cat, like, like cats have would have a bit of fear of humans. I'd say them gulls don't. They they will not be afraid of us. No, 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 I, I agree with even you. Though are, even though we are meant to be the more dominant species, like no, I agree. They're they're not very afraid of uh, of humans. They don't scarper really when you go running at them or whatever. Let me go back to you for a second, Kevin. She's basically arguing yeah. that that they're uh, they're vermin, they're scum of the earth, they're horrible animals, and they need to be controlled. 
Well, she wants them all exterminated. I, I, yeah, I, I don't really feel like there's a logical comeback to that because I feel like if someone wants to say some incredibly racist things, you'd be kind of in the same spot and you go like, oh, I don't know, she can teach a vermin or whatever. I just need them as birds. Okay, I don't really know how to get through to that, you know? Yeah, you seem to think it's okay that they're attacking kids and people and all, so like, what do you know? I think it's, I think it's life, animals, they're, they're existing. What do you mean? Humans you're attack other animals. You're your head laughing with about Jeremy's story about his dog. Or getting more or less attacked by these pterodactyl looking yo. Like I, I see, even you're making into a joke now. Even even you saying they're oh these pterodactyl looking yo. You're making it into a bit of a joke. That's what they're turning into. But no, it's you. You were asking. You were asking like, oh, I found it hilarious. People getting attacked or whatever. But like, you're even making into a bit of a joke. It's like it was a funny. You told the story in a funny way. Why would you bring that up? Two year old getting attacked by a seagull though. That was you. Okay. Okay. So Jessica, you believe you believe that uh, seagulls have become so much of a nuisance that uh, we need to control their population. If we if we can ship them off to the to the coast and the seas where they belong, then yeah, get rid of them, make them extinct. I know. Sorry, uh, sorry, uh, sorry, uh, sorry, 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 why do you think they're not at the coast at the moment, though? Because there's not enough food in the sea for them. That is the problem. And I know um, a couple of generations ago, uh, the seagulls on the east coast used to actually live on Lambay Island, and now because they can't get enough food out of the sea, they end up um, flying inland to try and uh, and get more uh, food. And Jesse, I mean, you have to feel sorry for them. It's not an easy life they have. Oh, and like some woman I was saying about the story of like people like on the road, like it had an accident or something like that, was it? Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, it was me. I literally would just put my foot down on the accelerator and just finish the job. No, they're disgusting. God, you really don't like them. No, 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 no. I know, I know you're not. I know you're not. Are you not a fan of birds at all? My main problem is seagulls, and then when your man John, the animal rights guy, is saying that they're beautiful and all. I was like, no, a flamingo or a peacock, they're yeah. beautiful. <laughs> These things are just rodents with wings. Okay, yeah, no, you, you, you really don't like them. You really don't like them. Kevin, um, I've been asked to play a message for you just before I let you go. So will you have a listen to this? No, brother. Good man. Yeah, go on. Go on. I don't normally um, talk, as you know, but my God, that Kevin needs to wise up. I mean, he's going around with rose-tinted glances or something. Does he not see what everyone else is seeing and saying? Come on now. Um, it really is that dangerous. Um, I know I said it on a message there, but that's why rooftop restaurants are having a nightmare. Okay, so it's rooftop restaurants and not everyone can afford nice food, but take it down a level. Um, walking down Grafton Street, you can't without having to, you know, duck or um, don't have food with you because they'll come after you. Um, I mean, it is there. There is. It's not even just at scourge level. There, they are literally going to do something. Um, I was the one that sent you that uh, video of the um, of the seagull eating the bird hole. Um, I mean, what do we? What are we waiting for? Oh, we're waiting for a child to 
to have a, a terrible accident or some something horrific before something is done. Why do we always have to wait for something like that? Why can't we act now? Okay. Come so, on now. What oh, are we waiting for? All right, Rosie, thank you. Kevin, um, her point is... We need to uh, deal with this issue uh, before there is a serious incident involving a seagull and a human. Well, I just think uh, it's a crazy attitude to have. It's like, I don't know, how many people are killed by cows in Ireland per year? It's not many, but a few. It's like, there's always going to be accidents and things that happen. You can't control everything. You can't kill everything that might be a potential danger. I just think it's an insane way to think. And just, I'm sorry, her message says something about Everybody thinks this. That's not. That's not true. And it's like, like you add up the numbers. Like we've got facts on that. Their population has been decreasing year or decade after decade. It's like they're being pushed in land. You're just seeing them more. There's not more of them. You're just seeing them more. And yeah, I, no, I, I, I really I, feel I, like eventually. No, I, I agree. And I just like I, ten years down. They're just like ten years down the road, and it's like five percent of them left or whatever. You have people ringing up and saying, like, "Where are they?" You know what I mean? Or people regretfully talking about it. I just feel like the human attitude is kill them first. Forget it later. All right. Good to talk to you, Kevin. Thanks very much indeed. And let me squeeze in one final WhatsApp voice note from Keith. The question is, how are you going to kill them? Like, what are you going to use? Are you going to use like um, stuff like Dracula that could end up killing other birds? Or are you going to shoot them, electrocute them, burn them? Like, in what way would they call them? There's not actually no humane way, so what way would they do it? I don't know if the details have been worked out. Uh, Jeremy's Jeez. volunteered uh, to go over the Pelican shooting yeah. them all. Yeah. I don't know if there's an ideal way or a perfect way to uh, well, a humane, call seagulls. A humane way, Aiden. Yeah, like, why are you calling me Aiden? Sorry, Adrian. <laughs> sorry. Jeez, you've worked with me uh, many years and you're calling me Aiden. <laughs> I don't know. Just, um, I'm very warm. I'm hot. I'm flustered here. What's wrong with you? You said roasting in here. Anyway, that's just about it from uh, this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please hit subscribe or follow and you'll be notified the next time we upload a new podcast. And uh, if you would do us a big favour and share this podcast onto your own social media, we'd be very grateful so that others can see that Adrian and Jeremy haven't gone away, you know. Um, This is a daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts, so if you've enjoyed it, please let others know that we're here uh, every day, uh, wherever you get your podcasts with Opinions Matter. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.